Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Super Rugby podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. G'day, Toby. How has G'day. the week been? Yeah, busy. Always busy. Too busy. Uh, too busy. Um, not a lot of rugby on the TV unless you're into the English Premiership. Which I'm not. So Which you're good. not. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into it this year. I'm going to watch the highlights of the big games. I'm going to pick a team. My team's going to be um, the Harlequins. Good. And I'm going to I'm going to watch. I'm going to support them. Why the Harlequins? I think they play an attractive style of rugby, um, and they've got some characters, and they kind of remind me of kind of a barbarian style. You know, oh, they don't, they? they're not like, they're not boring. They're not like a Leinster, a Leicester, sorry, uh, a Leicester Steve Borthwick Leicester, or and even, even like an Exeter can be a bit boring. Yeah, uh, you got to give it to Exeter. I, I rate them. I think they're great, but they can be a little bit, you know, put the, put the ball up your jumper and, you know, in you go. And I just think they play nice. They've got Marcus Smith at 10. They've got yeah, Danny Kerr at, at nine. Um, they've got uh, a couple of decent centers and some good wings. So play it, play a nice game. Yeah. Mate, uh, we're off to the races the with races. our messages. Yeah. So do you want to go and do uh, Larry's message? <clears throat> I need to zoom in on it. God, my eyes are playing. Ah, hola, oh my gosh. Uh, let's play the game. The God, the bad, and the ugly. I think it's supposed to say... Oh no, the God, the bad, no, yeah, it's good. All-time players in history. Okay. So <clears throat> we've got John Alomu, Bucky Spotter, <laughs> and Owen Farrell. 
So his choices are the god is Lomu, the bad is Botha, and the ugly is Owen Farrell. Oh, I can't. I can't. Um, I can't really argue with any of those. To well, be honest, I, I am going to because that's who I am. <laughs> so obviously, Lomu is the god. Okay, yes. but then the bad is Owen Farrell because he's just bad, and then Botha is just an ugly player, wasn't he? He just got stuck in. Well, I think he's. I think literally he's gone the other way, and he said that the the bad is in you know oh, he's like just a bad so nasty, boy. yeah, oh, like okay. a bad boy, and the ugly is Owen Farrell's ugly. I would say Owen Farrell is ugly but effective. Effective. So you like him? Now. You know, like no, no, I don't <laughs> don't like him. But you know, he does get the ball over the posts. He is a very good kicker. Yes. Um, and you know, England aren't horrific yeah. under his kind of leadership. So mm. Okay, right. He also so, yeah. goes on to say, changing subjects. Uh let me tell you what caught my eye. Okay. I've just seen the list of the top one hundred best players in the world. Uh so DuPont is number one. Do you agree? Uh, so no, he's, he's also I gone disagree. on to say needs to be a Saffer. I don't think it needs to be a Saffer. No, I agree. I I think Annoyingly. I think Adi Sevilla was a good a good um good option. Yes, but he is number three. Number two I know. is Itzebeth. I'm saying he's he's too too low. I wouldn't mind if he, if if Itzebeth was rated number one in the world. I could take that because I think yeah. he has been exceptional over the last I'd say last three seasons yeah he has been unbelievable before that we all thought he was a donkey um we thought <laughs> well, he's I, I you know I I thought he was more style over substance you know what I mean um yes. I thought he's a I big unit that, that, that looked the like part another Bucky Sportha kind of like just a thug but he's got a bit more finesse about him doesn't he yeah he does he does. Um, so, you know, I, mate, I, just to go back to that, I've gone my the God being Christian Cullen. I've Ooh, gone like the that. bad being Richard Lowe, who was the nastiest piece of work you'd ever meet. Uh, in fact, I've heard a story about Richard Lowe who he ate a bird in a pub because he was, he, he was dared to eat this bird and he ate it in front of people. Wow, that's impressive. Hey, yeah, like a live bird. You've got to take your hat off to that. <laughs> no, you don't. That's, that's incredible. Uh, and then we've got Brody Vitalik as the ugly, just because he is truly... He is truly a, an ugly human being. He is definitely special in that way. Yeah, the guzzler. So do you want to go through? So we've got DuPont at number one, Elizabeth at yep. two, Artie Sphere at three, Will Jordan at 20. Yeah. And then Richie Mawanga at 29. No, at 39. Oh, sorry, at 39. Yeah, yeah. that's... Well, okay, so let's, let's just break this down. Apart from the last game, Will Jordan was very good in the World Cup. Correct. Um, Mawanga... Good World Cup, bad World Cup, and the middle World Cup. Where do you where do you rate it? In the middle World Cup. I think he was better than in the middle, actually. I don't think he was amazing. 
but I do think that he deserves better than just like a run of the mill number ten. Okay, yeah, he, he, you know, he has been rated in the World Cup. He has been rated the best fly off in the World Cup. Um, oh, I agree with that. You know, but the best player, no, no, best number no, ten, yeah. yes. That is that is an interesting question, though, isn't it? Because that that does come into it. The best ten doesn't necessarily mean you're anywhere near the best player. Well, you know, case in point with the best you know, the nominations for the best player in the world. Absolutely, yeah. You know. Absolutely. Um, okay. Now, um, I think the complete list, I did have a little look at the complete list, I can um, and I can, I can run through it with you now. Um, just give me a second, if it's still there. Um, so Will Jordan's at 20. 19 is Stephen Kitsoff. You know, I think he could have been higher. Malcolm Marks at 18. I think Malcolm Marks could have been much higher than that. Wow. Samu Karevi uh, at 17. Okay. Uh, Thomas Re- Ramos, uh, fullback for France at yeah, 16. I think he could have been higher than that. Yeah. And then we go Johnny Sexton at 14. 13 is Julian Marchant for France. Uh, James Ryan. Dan Sheehan, Hugo Keenan. Now, to be fair, Hugo Keenan is like the fallback for Ireland. And up until yeah. the World Cup, I thought he was pretty average. But actually, in the World Cup, he was bloody good. Bloody good. But 10, I think that's a bit high. Damien Pino at 9. Jonathan Dancy at 8. Tide Byrne, uh, Ireland at 7. Will Skelton, I think that's very high for Will Skelton. At six. Really? Uh, Kalen Doris for, at five. Uh, Gregory Aldrich, uh, four. Artie Sevilla, three. Itzabeth and Dupont. I think some of those like have been yeah, done. far too high. Far too high, and then some of the ones lower. But, you know, it is what it is, eh? People getting paid a lot of money to do that, mate. But also, it's it depends on who's picking it. You know, that's their point of view. Yeah, well, I wonder Everyone's where in the world they come from. Everyone's got their own. Mate, it's time for breaking news. You're proudly supported by your Patreon members. So thank you very much for that. Yes, thank you we very appreciate much for that. that. We appreciate that. You uh, go first, I'll mate. go first. I'll go first, eh? I'll go first. Um, DuPont is going to miss the Six Nations. Wow. Is that yeah. not with the cheekbone? Uh, he is going to compete in the Summer Olympics with the uh, French seven-a-side team. I like that. Yeah, really good, eh? <laughs> I like that. Mm, I mm. like that. And he is. I, I I wonder if Artie Savia will do that. Might do, but I don't think he's the only one. Um, he. It, it sort of it's said. I'm trying to find it now, uh, but he is the main one anyway to shift over to uh, the seven aside game for the well the 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 Olympics. Um, you know, I think we've I think we've spoken about it before. What would you rather? You know, an Olympic gold medal or a rugby world cup? Yeah. Oh, 
Oh, I think Rugby World Cup would be more prestigious, but an Olympic gold medal, you know? Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, Around the world, Olympic gold medal is more prestigious, isn't it? But in the rugby world, the uh, Rugby World Cup is more. Yeah. But very, very interesting. Yeah, I mean, like, um, I, I like the good old days where the top, 15 aside players played in the sevens. Yeah. You know, I liked that swap over. Um, there is an argument to say that they're two different games now, but I, I don't really prescribe to that. I think a Richie Mwanga, oh my God, he'd be good for the sevens. Do you reckon? Oh, unbelievably good for the sevens. Yeah. Those little dancing feet okay, of his. Okay. It's like, so oh. um, for New Zealand. Um, who would you pick out of the All Blacks? Who would be your sevens team out of the All Blacks? Oh, so purely out of the All Blacks. Yep. yep. You're definitely going to go Rico. You're going to go yes. Mark Talia. You're going to yep. go Lester Fainuku. You'd go Geordie. Yeah, but you need forwards, you'd you know. you definitely you go. Know, there are, it's not just a back game. you don't need forwards. Honestly, you, you don't do. need forwards, do you? you hang, need, on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. What is this? Hang on, hang on. Artie Sevilla. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Artie Sevilla. Let's do the forwards first. Let's get them out the way. All right. Uh, I'd probably go um, Artie Sevilla, definitely 100%. Uh, Maybe a Dalton Popoliti, because he's got a big engine and decent skill. Um, Then I'm going to go. I Scott Barrett? Go, I reckon you could go... No, Scott Barrett's too big, too slow. I reckon you could go no. Geordie Barrett in the forwards. Wash your mouth out with... Oh, you could go Geordie Barrett in the forwards. <laughs> <laughs> you could go Geordie Barrett yeah. in the forwards, couldn't you? Yeah. And then you got Damien McKenzie at scrum half, right? Or Richie Mwanga at scrum half, right? Yeah. You got so that's sorted. Damien McKenzie, Rich Mwanga. You got Rico, uh, Mark Talia, and bloody Rico. Yeah. Will Jordan. We'll get Will Jordan in there as well, don't you? Oh, yeah. He could be a sub. You know. Wow. That is a hell of a team there. Hell of a yeah. team. What I would like is I would like them to play New Zealand's sevens team. Yeah. I wonder how they do with a little bit of training. Yeah, wow. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to think, you know, because if the French side did the same thing, they'd be pretty exciting too at sevens. Oh, they would be. But then like South Africa. Because like, you know, Mapimpi. Damien Pinot. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, like, you're right. Um, Chislin Colby. South Africa would be Cheslin Colby, yeah, and um, you know. the the Caleb Moody, oh the new young kid, jeez Louise, he'd be good. So they'd be hand, they'd be handy as well. Wouldn't England, they? I uh, have mate, Andy Farrell. Mo- I'm Andy Farrell. Owen Farrell, sorry, you know he'd be there. <laughs> oh, it'd be great. Team. I would have Owen Farrell. Yep. Yeah, that'd be a great team. Easy to beat. Correct. <laughs> Easy to beat. <laughs> Lambs, lambs to the slaughter. Lambs to the slaughter. <laughs> hey, line them up, line them up. <laughs> I'd have like, I'd have like, um, who would I have? I'd have 
uh, with all the props. You know, Genji in there. Oh, Sinclair, he's quick. Genji in there, Marla. Do you know what I mean? Marla. Get Marla in there. Got great hands, oh, Marla. <laughs> He'd be my scrum half. Hey, George, <laughs> Jamie George. He'd be my winger. Oh, Jamie Joyce, he'd be the winger. Yeah, and actually, he'd be too good. He'd actually do a half decent job, Jamie Joyce. <laughs> Jamie Joyce. Jamie Joyce. <laughs> That's who he used to work Juicy. with, Jamie Joyce. <laughs> hey, have you seen my um, uploading speed? Mate, you are flying tonight, aren't you? I don't know why. Wow. I don't know why. Well, you've obviously plugged the right cable in today. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, right, mate. Um, Breaking news of my first one is yep. um Here you take your time. I've just mentioned two, so I've gone Joe Simmons and here Henry Arundel. And the reason why I've picked them out, because both of these players are young, English qualified players, both playing in France. Uh they're playing in France because for Joe Simmons, Exeter could not afford to keep him anymore. Yeah, they had to offload him. So he's gone over France. And Henry Arundel played for one of the one of the clubs that went bankrupt, basically. Right. Okay. Um, and he and he had to he had to find a new club, and you know no one could pay him enough, so he had to go to France. And my point being, I think if we want to be um, really honest, the English Premiership is in a worse situation than Super Rugby. And they're in the worst situation because if you're a New Zealander and you want to go overseas and play in France, that's one thing, right? If you want to do it, if you want to take your whole family, if you want to, uh, you know, go and have to speak in a different language, all of those things, it's quite a big ask. It's a big, big difference. But if you're English and you can get paid significantly more money, and it's an hour's flight away from home, and potentially, you know, you could, you know, you could come and go, you know, almost fly over, you know, stay two nights a week in, in England, or, you know, you come back, it's easy, is what I'm trying to say, it's and they're going to pay you significantly more. It's a no-brainer. Hmm. And I just think that England have got, going to have to change their selection policy very, very quickly, and they're going to have to be able to choose these players playing in France. Yes, but then if that happens, all of the English players are going to flood over to France, and then it's going to be. But I think worse they already the are. Now. You know, I think they're caught between a rock and a hard place because they can't win. Because, like you say, all the youngsters want to earn some coin. And like you say, France is just a flight away. You know, it's not like it's in New Zealand or anything like that. They can still have <clears> – it's easy to relocate, still in the EU or, you know, still in Europe, I should say, but still very close yeah. to England. And they're getting paid a ridiculous amount more. But then – You know, both – But then if they change their policies, you know, their selection policies – Everyone's going to go over because it's they're getting paid loads more, but then they can still play for England. What happens though if they don't change their selection policy? Uh, then they miss out on a lot of talent. 
you know, so as you say, rock and a hard place, but I, I just can't see it ending well for them. Oh, well, we'll find out, won't we? I'm not, I don't mind. <laughs> Good news for us. Sit back and relax. <laughs> right, my All right, mate, one. your next story. Yeah. The headline is the scary, scary thing Stuart Hogg has noticed about Finn Russell. Okay, so Finn Russell is 31, I think. Okay. okay. Yeah. And Stuart Hogg is alluding to the fact that um, he's become a father now. Um, he is adapting to a professional rugby career and family life. And Stuart Hogg has noticed that he has become a more mature person and player. He thinks that he has um, seen a more exciting player in the last, you know, few months to a year. And he thinks that it's going to be quite scary for opposition to deal with. What do you think? Uh, yeah, like more consistent, isn't he? You yeah. know, like he's not having highs and lows. He's having, you know, well, mostly highs really. Yeah. Playing a, yeah, he's a very gifted, he always has been a very gifted player, but... <clears throat> that came with at times moments of madness. Yes, the moments of madness have have somewhat gone. Yes, and you know, does you know? I think the hard thing for him is that he's playing for Scotland. You know, they they like themselves. They go through some peaks, peaks and troughs. You know, they can beat anyone in the world, but more often than not, they don't. You know, that team is very inconsistent, a bit like he was, but maybe he's going to steady that ship by himself being more consistent and then Scotland building around him. You know, I think if Scotland become better, it makes for a more interesting, especially Six Nations anyway, but for world rugby. I, I, I'm i not 100% up to date with... Scotland squad, but my gut feeling is no, they're a little bit I, like. I think they are getting. Sorry, carry on. No, just I. I don't. I don't hear a lot of them retiring after the World Cup. So, I think they're in quite a good place moving forward. And I think you know when you really look at it, New Zealand are in quite a good place moving forward. South Africa are in quite a good place moving forward. France are, are, are pretty young as well. But then you've got like Wales have had obviously a, a massive turnaround and still a lot of those players that they relied on for this World Cup are retiring or will not be there. England will not be in a good place. You know, they're going to have to reinvent the wheel again, you know. So some of these teams are in a better, better spots. And I kind of feel like, um, Scotland is one of those. They've managed to keep hold of Gregor Townsend, a very good coach. Yeah, he's done. Managed to for keep them, hold of key players. So I, I think Scotland might go from strength to strength. You hope, but also I think with Scotland is their policies. Um, you know, their selection policies means that their better players can play in a better competition. You know they can go to France, they can go yeah. to England, they can play in these other yeah competitions, absolutely, which I think is beneficial to them. 
Yeah, I mean, these the 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 Six Nations countries. I think if they play in Europe, they're not really that badly affected because they still get together. You know, that like the international side when there's the Six Nations, they are together for quite a long period of time. Yeah, uh, it's not like Fiji and and Scotland, um, Fiji and Samoa, where they don't play very many games in a season, so therefore they're always without their best players. Yes. You know, Scotland, when they have an international, have They've have access to their everyone. players. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I I think England, England are just going to have to change their, their tack. Definitely, for me anyway, else, yeah. else they're really going to struggle. Yes. Um, right. Is Razzie Erasmus the bloke who can go for a three-peat. He's now head coach, so he, he's gone from director of rugby, and he's now back to being head coach. He, he definitely has access to the talent. He has access to the support network of the, um, the you know, South African rugby board, and he's got a lot of goodwill. He can lose games, and they still believe in him, and the fan base believe in him. And he is crazy enough to keep reinventing the way that they play. Do you think that Razzie can be the one to get the three-peat? Potentially. I think so, but I don't want it to happen. Because <laughs> that'd be amazing when you know, like players have been in positions to get three, yeah. but not a head coach, not no. a director of rugby. No, I wonder who the longest standing head coach is. Currently, I reckon it's him. I reckon it's him. Yeah, I could, agree. it could be Gregor. Could be Greg. I mean, no. arguably he wasn't head coach, was he? Arguably he wasn't head coach, but no, he was. That's true. Yeah, definitely. You know, he really was. Well, you know, <laughs> there's that moment in the game, eh, where like the shit's hitting the fan, and all of the assistant coaches are around Razzie asking what to do. They weren't around Jack Nabler. No. Were they? No. <laughs> he was on his own. <laughs> he was. He was picking his nose. Um, so, I mean, you know, he's in a very, very good uh, spot to be able to do it. Young, young squad as well. Yeah, he's definitely you know, a young squad. squad for it. But four years, long time. Four years is definitely a long time, eh? four years mate what caught your eye super rugby teams i saw that they came out i didn't i didn't take much notice of them because you know i'm a bit of a journeyman with my uh, teams <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll decide halfway through and see who's good yeah um i've had a quick brush over the the aussie squads yeah and i have to say you know there's 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 not a lot you know, no. there's, when we talk about big names that we, you know, you hang a hat on, um, they are very, very, you know, very weak, I would say, all of the squads. And going back to one of the things that, you know, Eddie Jones wanted to, to cull a couple of squads, as I look at these squads, I, that's exactly what I'm thinking, you know. Who would you get rid um, of? The big... Well, I mean, it's like you'd, you'd get rid of the Force and the Rebels, but yeah, but then I'm not the saying Force, you know. 
Yeah, the, I mean, the force are perfectly positioned. out there. That's right. But you know you would, wouldn't you? If you had to cull two, you're not going to cull the Brumbies, the Waratahs, no. or the Reds, because they are the no, you're not. original original kind of, yeah. you know, and it's been the Rebels and the Western Force that have been introduced. Um, I just I just look at it and I'm like, oh, I can't see these lads fighting for, like, the title. You know, maybe the Brumbies, maybe, but even, even their squad isn't. No. The Brumbies don't know, play that sort of game to be able to win it now, I don't think. You know, <clears throat> or that, sorry. They do play a game to be able to win it, but I don't think they've got the firepower and the personnel to be able to win it. And the other thing to remember about the Brumbies is that their coach is probably going to be the Oz coach. You know, Eddie Jones has gone. Stephen Larkham is currently coaching the ACT Brumbies, and I would imagine he's going to be the one that that stands into that seat along with the coach um, Dan McKellar, I think, who was the Brumbies coach before that. So they've got a lot of IP he was leaving. Pretty good, wasn't he? Yeah, he was very good, very good. Yeah. And I think he's quite a good test match coach as well. You know, his the way that the ACT Brumbies played yeah. was very test match like. Yes. So, but yeah. I mean, shall we have a little look at the New Zealand squads? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, again, like, they're not, there's not like these huge names and even people who you'd, you'd, you'd arguably say, you know, I can't believe Harry Plummer's still plying as traded in super rugby level. Or like, you know, I look um, through the Blues squad and I, you know, I look, oh, Finlay Christie, he's an all black, but yeah, I'm not bothered. No. You know, maybe Caleb Clark, yeah, good player. Rico Ioane, yes. Okay. I'd like to see a bit more from um, Hoskins Satutu. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I'd like I mean, to see he, a he, bit um, of sort of Stephen Perifetta as well. He was It's going to be interesting, isn't it? Where, but fell off where would you play Stephen Perifetta? Where would you play him? You going to play him at 10 this year? Well, you can, can't you? Because who have you got? Oh, Harry Harry Dummer. Yeah, real good. I mean, they're going to play Harry Plummer at 12, mate. That's what they'll play him. They'll play wow. Harry Plummer at 12. And they'll play Rico Ioane at 13. And Bryce yep. Heem. I, I like Bryce Heem. I'd play, I'd play Bryce at 12. Yep. And Rico at 13. And Harry yep. Plummer would, might hold some oranges on the sideline. Great. If he's lucky. the waters. <laughs> yeah, mate. You're good at that, Kankles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right, God. And then the um, Chiefs, who sort of jumps they out look at you good. there? Well, uh, uh, quite Anton a few, really. It doesn't really do it for me, you know. Maybe Josh Lord, I, he might come into his own. Josh Lord, you've got um, – what hey, they've Jared. got is Damien McKenzie. Yeah. They've got Damien McKenzie. They've got um, Xavier Rose, a good player. They've got um, – Tokiaho. Yeah. He's a hell of a player. Um, they are a little bit weak, I think, on the bench. But weak in the midfield, uh, aren't they? Like Josh, Josh Ioane, you know, he's a bloody good um, bench player to be coming off the bench at 10. Yeah. So, you know, that, that's pretty that's pretty good. Uh, Quinta Pyre, 
Jared Good player. Prophet. He's coming back from injury, isn't he? Jared Prophet. Who's he, Jared Prophet? Um, he went to Gisborne Boys High School. He's a year below me, I think. Oh, is he? If it's the Jared Prophet that I think it is. Yeah, like you say, Quinton Tapia, he's coming back from injury. Now, come on, be um, be completely and utterly like not your normal self and give me your honest opinion on the Crusaders squad. Ah, uh, fucking dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, they've got they've, they've got Ryan Crotty back. Oh, for the God's sake. Ah, uh, why? Willie Hines, though. Willie Hines, a great, a great um, acquisition for that. Dave Harvilli. Willie Hines. Leave half penny. Leave half pennies in there, mate. Where's he going to play? Not going to play on the fullback, is he? I mean, that's uh, ridiculous. Um, Fletcher mm, Newell. What do you think of him? Oh, good, good, good player. Good player. That they're going to be where the, where the Crusaders will still be good is in that in that front in that front row, but also in their forward pack. Yeah. It's just whether or not Fergus Burke at ten can he the give team? enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. We need to get some some youth in there, don't we? But the thing is, I mean, is like having people going on sabbatical and things like that. It does open the door for younger, or you know, younger people to have a look. But there's nothing there, is there? No, there's well, not that we have. Not seen that I can yet. see. You know, I don't know names and things like that, but we'll, we will find out. Mm. Wow. And then, some, like, the Highlanders, the Highlanders squad. I yeah, mean, there's some know, long names on that, um, <laughs> that right-hand column, aren't there? <laughs> there is a lot. Gee whiz. <laughs> Do you want to read those boys nope. out? They look like they come from uh, Jacob. Dunedin, don't they? Yeah. Right, Jacob. <laughs> um. um Okay, let's look at some then. Um, who's oh, uh, right? Yeah, no one. Who's there? <laughs> Ethan De Groot. <laughs> Ethan De Groot, good player. Um, Putty Putty you know, Parkinson. You, you were saying Sam Gilbert, mate. Sam Gilbert, class. <laughs> hey, I mean, you up? really are struggling. Billy Harmon's good player. Yeah, um, he is a good player. You'd say. You'd say then you are sort of struggling really for top, top quality. Thomas Umunga Jensen, by the looks of it, is out for the season. Uh, right. Paddy Parkinson, good player. You, you know, you're a big fan of his, weren't be. you? Yeah, I'm a big fan of his, yeah. yeah. Where's our mate, though? So, but who's our mate? <laughs> our mate for the, um, for the Highlanders. Ponytail. Oh no, he's gone. He's gone overseas, mate. Overseas, he's gone to Italy. He's gone to Italy. Oh, that's all. Right. That's the best yeah, that's he could all do. Take him. <laughs> yeah. Was that uh, not Gilbert? That was. Um, oh, we can't even remember his name. That's our. No. That's our oh, mustn't have been that good of a mate. Jeez, I can't remember his name. Yeah, I know. I know exactly who. You, uh, not Gregory. God, is it Gregory? Yeah, yeah, Dr- no. Gregory. Someone Gregory. <laughs> is it Scott Gregory? Scott Gregory, you Scott got Gregory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got he got 
He got snapped up by an Italian team. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Demotion. Uh, and then we've got the, the Hurricanes, who, to be fair, probably do have the best squad of players when it comes to you've got Geordie Barrett, um, you've got TJ Perinara, he'll do a good job. TJ Perinara, you've got Billy Proctor, you've got. Um, Tyrell Lomax, you know, he's a good Duplessis Karevi. Yeah, we Br- like Brad him. Shields, uh, Brad Peter Umana Jensen oh, yeah, is, as yeah. well. Brad Shields is back, which yeah. he was a hell of a player before he left to go overseas. He Cam was. Royguard, yeah, good player. Uh, and I thought they built they were building quite nicely last year. So, yes. Devin Flanders, he is a beast. The Where lad just is a beast. Uh, he plays loose forward. Yeah. Or I, I think he can play a bit of second row, but he he's just a handful. Yeah, Highland, a handful. Uh, Hurricanes are looking all right. Yeah, and Braden Yosei, remember Braden jo- Yosei? He was a, um, a late sort of all black. Uh, didn't quite make the squad, but he was is, he is right there, you know. Uh, Deep Lasu Karifi, hell of a player. Deep Lasu, yeah. You Deep know, Lassu, yeah. He, he, he's he's a kind of an Adi Sevilla replacement yeah. So, and they, you know, they've got a good front row. Uh, definitely. I don't know who they're, oh, they've got a Safa Moore at, um, at two as well. Yeah, he's so, good, good hooker, good props. Yeah. Good team. And having TJ back, very experienced. Yeah. yeah. Very, very experienced, mate. Yes. He'll do um, a job. Now, I got, I've got a, a question for you. Got a question for you. Is. Okay. Remember the old start, bench, and scrap questions? Yep. Who would you start, bench, and scrap out of Kieran Reid, Artie Sevilla, and Jerry Collins? In their prime? In their prime. Okay. I would... Oh, gosh. I would start Jerry Collins because he would just batter teams to begin with. You know, I'd put him on for maybe 35, 40 minutes. No, I'd put him on for 42 and a half minutes. Give Artie Severe a bit of time to warm up over halftime. Oh, you're going to go bench. I would bench, bench Artie Severe, get rid of Kieran Reid. Do you know what, though? Kieran Reid in his prime was unbelievable. He was good, but you think about Jerry. And I he, think he'd cut people in half. He was like Jaws of Life, no, I, you know, for a fireman. Bang. <laughs> Open. <laughs> See you later. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Jaws of life for a fireman. I love it. Um, I'm with you. I would start Jerry Collins just because you need an enforcer, don't you? You need an Correct. enforcer. He was the enforcer. Yeah. Um, and I would bring off, you know, Artie Sevilla. Remember when he first started playing for the All Blacks? Yeah. He was the best bench player in the world. Oh, he was so He good. would come on. And they just couldn't live with him. And he's only really matured. He's only really matured as like a starter in the last sort of maybe three years. Not even that. So, yeah, I hate to say it, mate, but I'm going to agree with you. Oh, my God. I'm going to agree with you. Now, listen, we're going to finish off the show. This is what we were going to do last week. Okay. Okay. So I've got some quiz questions for you. So I shouldn't scroll down. Do not. You should not scroll down. Okay. Fine. Don't do it. Okay. So um, these are 
all questions um, about the Rugby World Cup, okay? okay? And now I've I've tried to pick ones that I think that you'll know. So yep. you should get most of them, if not all of them, correct. So if you oh, get yep. if you get one wrong, then shame on you. Okay. All right. So first up, uh, New Zealander Michael Leach captained which country in the twenty nineteen World Cup? Japan. Correct. Which country caused the first? Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I need to get like the cla- the um, the correct answer for you, and I almost forgot. Here we go. Yes, you're hey, right. It's good you're to right. hear that again. Uh, which country? I missed it. <laughs> yeah. uh, which country caused the first upset of the 2019 World Cup with a win over Fiji? Portugal, Uruguay. So you're wrong. Well, hang on. This World Cup? 2019. Oh, 2019. Uh, read the question. I wouldn't have got that anyway. Read. I wouldn't have got it. I wouldn't have got wouldn't that. Wouldn't have got no. it. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Okay, next one. Name the only player to play every... Oh, no, this is pretty tough for you. Actually, some of these are going to be tough. I take back my first comment. Uh, name the only player to play every minute of all England's tournament matches when they won 2003. So I'll give you some I'll give you some um, choices. Okay. okay. You got Lawrence Delalio, you've got Johnny Wilkinson, you've got Jason Robinson. Who Jason are you going to go for? Final answer? Yeah. Oh, Correct. yes. 33% chance. <laughs> yeah, play. Good guess. When I read when I read that, I thought Johnny Wilkinson for a start. Um, but then, yeah, it is. It's Jason Robinson. Jason Robinson. Uh, which country could not qualify or be invited to the twenty um, to the nineteen eighty seven and nineteen ninety one South Africa World Cups? Correct. Well done. Uh, okay. Before the start of the twenty nineteen tournament. New Zealand had played 50 World Cup matches. How many of these had they lost? Before the start of the 2019 tournament, New Zealand had played 50 World Cup tournament matches. How many of these had they lost? Okay. They lost... um, They lost one in 91... Because they didn't make the final, they lost one in ninety-five. Now, is this pool matches or is this games? No, it's well. Let's be honest. Uh, it's games. It's games. Okay, so pool. Not matches. just pool okay. matches. So not just pool matches. Fine. So 91, 95, 99, 2003, 2007, five. It was six. They lost Ooh, six matches. Yeah, I, I think you did pretty well. I think you just might have just miscount. So they didn't win in 91. Yep. Yeah. They didn't win 95. Yep. They didn't win in 99. They didn't yep. win in 03. They yep. didn't win in 07. Correct. 
they <laughs> I didn't <think> win. <laughs> I think they didn't win in. That's it. Because they have never lost a pool match until this until one. this World Cup. And Maybe they, you're right. They won 2011 and they won 2015. Yeah, you're right, mate. This is wrong. You are right. Here we go. Thank you. You're right, mate. Well done. You know more than the bloody quiz itself. <laughs> <laughs> Who's done the quiz? Who scored <laughs> some some oh, internet site? Um, who scored England's only try in the final of their World Cup victory match? In 2003. Who scored? 2003. Not, not a clue. Not a clue. Jason Robinson. Oh, you... you... Oh. Correct. <laughs> Yes. Remember he scored and he punched the ball into the crowd? Oh, yes, I do remember that. Yeah. I do. Okay, which country won the 1991 World Cup? Australia. Correct. What is the name of the trophy awarded to the winning, to the World Cup winner? So what is the name of the trophy? William Webb Ellis. Cup. Plate? No. Cup? It's a cup. You sure? Yes, it's a cup. Correct. <laughs> well done, mate. Why are you trying to well trip done, me that's up? It? Oh, that's my job. <laughs> this is true. This is true. My job, mate, isn't it, eh? I'm not going to make it easy for you, mate. It's the time, is the end of the show. So, as always, it's a pleasure doing it with you. But what can people do to support us? They can like, share, subscribe. Five star review, email, message. I know that there's not. We were much a little bit rugby. short on emails this week, mate. Yeah. I we know were a little bit short on emails. Rugby. Um, I think next week, what we can do, Damo, is we can come up with a few questions or quizzes, maybe, for our listeners. So they have to email them. Ha. Huh. Um, <laughs> oh, that's a great idea, mate. And then we can go through the answers the week after. Sounds good to me, mate. Sounds good to me. Hey, listen, as always, it's a pleasure doing the potty with you. Until next week. See you later. Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over a hundred social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.